0: Welcome to Ask Away, a podcast where kids can ask anything about the Bible. This is Peyton, and as always, I'm here with my brother, Riley, who's nine. Hi. And my mom, Meredith. Hi. Together, we'll tell a Bible story, and we kids will jump in along the way to ask about what we noticed, wonder, and think is weird. Then we'll talk about some great questions kids like you sent in. After the show, we'll hope you'll join in. What did you notice, wonder, about, or think was weird? Record it as a direct message on Instagram. Send it as an email to askawaypodcast at gmail.com or leave it as a Voxer, Voxer message. We're there as ask Away Podcast. Be sure to tell us your first name and age.
1: The Bible's pretty amazing as it helps us get to know who God is, but it can also be confusing and very different from how things are now. So we want you to know that when it comes to God and the Bible, every question is okay. And And you can ask away. Story we doing together today, Riley? The Christmas story, which we have done before. So, if you wanted to look back at Askaway episodes from last December, we made at least four different episodes telling different parts of the Christmas story. But today, we are just going to do the whole shebang together. So it starts like this: God sent the angel Gabriel to a village in Galilee to a girl named Mary. She was engaged. To be married to a man named joseph gabriel appeared to her and said greetings favored one the lord is with you
0: excuse me yeah why why did the angel have to pick um uh, mary like it could have picked anyone right
1: yeah i think god could have picked anyone and we don't actually get any reasons in the bible for why so maybe it's a good time for us to guess what might have been a reason for god to choose mary or anybody else in particular
0: well i think i remember one like when she, you said like that men were more important in that time that's true so he wanted to choose a girl
1: wanted to choose a girl then i love that guess I do think God enjoys doing unlikely things, and I think God enjoys flipping power where more powerful folks find themselves in less powerful places. Well, Mary heard this message and felt confused and tried to think of what the angel could mean, but then the angel said what all angels say, don't be afraid. afraid. (laughs) Exactly, don't be afraid. For you have found favor with God. You're gonna have a baby. He'll be great. He'll be called the son of the most high. He'll reign over God's people forever. His kingdom will never end. Well, Mary asked the angel, how can this happen? This seems impossible. And the angel said, God's spirit will come to you and make it happen. It does seem impossible, but nothing is impossible for God. And so Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you've said to me come true. And then the angel left her.
0: But there is some stuff God can't do. God can't make grass n- once not be called grass. Like, it's been called grass before, so he can't make it never have been called grass. That is a
1: great example. And I think there are many things God would not do, even if God could.
0: Um, God could. Couldn't make it never be called grass, but he could travel back in time and and make everybody forget it was called grass?
1: (laughs) Maybe so. I do think we see many examples where God (coughs) limits himself or does not change things because God uh, likes having things be how they are, where people are part of it. All right, first part of our story, we're going to pause. I want to hear from you. How weird is it to you that God sent an angel to Mary? Small weird, medium weird, big weird. What do you think?
0: Kind of small weird because he sends angels to a lot of people. I think kind of, I think it's, it's kind of medium weird because, like,
1: why Mary? Because why Mary? And we don't have an answer to that. All right, part two. Mary was engaged to be married to a guy named <coughs> Joseph. But before they got married, she became pregnant because God gave her a baby.
0: Pop quiz. So, um, this pop quiz is about how you spell Joseph. Is it J-O-S-E-F? J O S E P H, or G O S E P H. Tick 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 tick. Ding ding. ding, ding. The answer is the second one, J
1: O S E P H. (laughs) That's how we spell it in English. And he found out that Mary was going to have a baby. And he decided that that meant they should just break up. And he thought more about what to do. And then an angel from God appeared to him in a dream while he slept. The angel said, Don't be afraid. Because that's what angels always say. He said, don't be afraid to marry Mary. Because the child that she is growing came from God. She'll have a son. You should name him Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. The angel reminded Joseph of a prophecy, which is a message from God, and this one was pretty old. The prophecy or message said a baby would come and he'd be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Joseph woke up and did what the angel told him to do. He married Mary, and when the baby came, Joseph named him Jesus. All right, we're stopping again. Tell me how weird is it? That an angel came to Joseph. Rate right, the weird.
0: I think again small for the same reason. I think it's small because he already uh, well, because he she, some like God we don't know if it's a he or a he. Right. Like sent already sent one to Mary and Joseph was confused. So so he he sent one to Joseph so he could unconfuse him a babo. <laughs>
1: All right. Part three. The government at that time were the Romans. They ordered a census, which is when the government counts up who lives in their empire and where they belong and such. In this case, that meant gathering in different spots based on your family history. For Joseph, that meant going to Bethlehem because he came from King David's family. And Mary too came on this trip. And by this time she was super pregnant. The Bible tells us that while they were in Bethlehem, it was time for the baby to be born, and so Mary gave birth to her firstborn son. And now it's time for a pop quiz.
0: Pop quiz! After Jesus was born, what did he wear? Is it a baby onesie, strips of cloth, or a baby-sized costume of baby Yoda? The answer is again number two strips of cloth.
1: That's right. They wrapped him up in <laughs> strips of cloth and then they laid him in a manger, which is a sort of trough that you can put hay and food for animals in because there wasn't other lodging available for them. Probably that manger was on the ground floor of a house. A lot of the buildings would have been maybe two or three stories, and the very bottom floor would be where you'd pull your animals in for the night. And so if the family had run out of guest rooms, then they'd be on the bottom floor. All right, time to rate the weirdness. How weird is this part where Jesus arrives during their trip to Bethlehem?
0: I don't Um, think it's that weird because babies can come at any time. I think it's uh, too weird.
1: Okay, two out of what? Three. No.
0: For no real reason. Okay.
1: Okay. Part four. Meanwhile, outside of the city in the hills, there were shepherds taking care of their flocks. And then an angel of the Lord appeared to them and God's glory surrounded them. And how did they feel? (sighs) Yeah, they were terrified. And then the angel said what angels always say.
0: Do not be afraid.
1: And the angel went on to say, I bring you good news. It means great joy for all people. Which
0: Just, is good, right?
1: Definitely good. And the news was that the good. Savior, the Messiah, the Lord was born in Bethlehem. And then the angel said, you'll recognize him when you find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And then the one angel was joined by so many more angels and they were praising God with songs. Although why is it called a manger? That's just the word for it. I actually don't know where the word came from. Now all the angels together sang a song and we don't know how it sounded, but we know the words were glory to God in highest heaven. Peace on earth. There also might have been more words, I suppose. How do you imagine the song sounded? I think it could go like this. I think it could have been like a rap version. The angels could have gotten together. Like glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to all the people.
0: Uh, another one it could sound like this god 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 is good god is very good good god is good god is good blah up
1: could have sounded like that
0: <laughs> i don't i don't i frankly don't think it sounded like any of those things
1: do you imagine the song was pretty
0: yeah maybe
1: Well, then the angels returned to heaven and the shepherds said we should go to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened and so they hurried off to the village and found mary and joseph and there was the baby lying in the manger and after seeing him the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angels had said to them about the child and then everyone who heard the shepherd's story were amazed the shepherds then went back to their flocks and they were praising god for everything that they would heard and seen it was just like the angel had told them why is it called a flock the flock is just the word for a group of sheep or goats oh yep time to rate the weird this time i want you to imagine you are the people who hear the story from the shepherds they tell you about their night how weird do you think their story is
0: extremely weird. Uh, uh, 16,444 out of
1: 16,445. So that's very, very weird. I imagine they're thinking it's weird as well. Well, that is where the Christmas story stops. And one of the things I notice about who God is or what God is like in this story is how our extraordinary God, became an ordinary person.
0: What about the wise men?
1: Ah, uh, they happen later because their trip took so long that as best we can tell, Jesus was not a newborn baby anymore. He's like a little kid. So we can do that story all on its own because it's pretty amazing <coughs> too.
0: Then why do we have the three wise men at the stable in the mm-hmm.
1: there are often wise men in a scene like that. We have one, it's called a nativity. The one that has Mary and Joseph and a baby. Often there's an angel and a shepherd and some animals in a barn. And a lot of times those sets have wise men. Ours has wise men. I think people include them because, one, uh, sometimes the wise men get told in the Christmas story because when they show up, it's still part of Jesus's arrival. His arrival is like a big event. It's not just the one night. It's like a whole big thing, him coming. So I think they decide to include him. You can always put them further away from your nativity to show that they're traveling from afar. My last question to you two is um as you think about the Christmas story, what do you notice about what God's like?
0: I do not know.
1: Babyish. <laughs> babyish.
0: Very babyish.
1: Why would God decide to be babyish?
0: that's how humans are born, and, and Mary not, might not be able to have him if he was any bigger. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he wouldn't fit inside a body if he was bigger. Well, one thing I notice about God choosing to become babyish is that God chooses to become a person like us, to go through all of life just like we go through it, only because Jesus is God in a body too. That's going to be pretty amazing for how things work out later on.
0: Now we have some awesome questions
1: from kids like you. This episode, we have two questions from kid listeners. First, Nora wants to know, why is God so powerful?
0: This is Nora, and I have a question. Why is God so powerful?
1: And then Henry wants to know, how can God see us on the ground? My name is Henry. Uh... And
0: I'm five. And I'm five. Why does uh, God, how can God see us on the ground?
1: Well, Nora and Henry, I love these questions. Here's the thing about who God is. Not a human. Because God is not a human, God can be and do things that are very different from what we can be and what we can do. We can't be in any more than one place at a time, but God can be in all the places at the same time. We have things we are able to do and things we are not able to do, but God is able to do anything, although God sometimes chooses not to. God is a lot of different things, and God has lots of attributes. That's just a big word for what is God like. One attribute is that God is powerful. One attribute is that God can see what we are doing. One attribute is that God is with us. One attribute is that God loves us and God is love. God is kind, gentle. God is caring and wants to hear from us. God is all these things and more. In fact, I bet you could make a really long list of who God is and what God's like. But one of the reasons that we notice differences Between what we can do and what God can do is that we are human and God is not. Thank you both for those wonderful questions. In our story today, Peyton asked about the word manger. And at the time that we were exploring the story together, I did not know why that word was that word. But since then, I got a clue. You see, Peyton's dad, my husband Curtis, he learned French. He said that the word in French to eat, it actually sounds kind of a bit like the English word manger. And languages often have sounds in common, especially the older the language is and the longer a community has used it. And so I think one clue about the word manger in English might have something to do with root words in other languages that have to do with eating. Isn't that fun? Well, that's the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again, Nora and Henry, for sending in your questions. If you have a question, we would love to hear it. You can send it to the show in three different ways. You can leave a voice memo to me as a direct message on Instagram. You can leave a voice memo as an attachment to an email to askawaypodcast at gmail.com. You can leave a voice message on Boxer where there is Ask Away Podcast. Your grown-up could help you with that. We would absolutely love to hear your question and share it on the show grownups, you can also find me on Instagram at Meredith Ann Miller, where you can sign up for the Kids in Faith newsletter that I send out about every six weeks. And you can now pre-order my book, Woven, Nurturing a Faith Your Kid Doesn't Have to Heal From, which will come out in the summer of 2023. This is our last episode for 2022, and we are looking forward to more episodes soon in the new year. We'll be on a little break, and we'll be back real soon. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening.